The Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Cut. Cut is a peer-to-peer social betting platform that's U.S.-based and available in 40 states. Head to cut.com, that's K-U-T-T.com, and use promo code SGPN for a 10% deposit bonus. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hrofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. And don't forget to enter Super Bowl 58 Props Contest. Pick 58 Super Bowl prop bets for a chance to win $1,000. Enter today for free at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash SB58 or in the SGPN app. Welcome to the Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. I'm your host, Brian Gilbert. Joining me tonight is, as always, is my co-host, Joel Meyer. How are we doing tonight, Joel? Doing excellent, doing excellent. Uh, slightly bond by the ending of that ass game, giving up a goal, and then the uh, at least the loser point with, with two minutes left to the Devils after crawling our way back into it in the third period down to uh, two goals. But doesn't matter because uh, the, the Canucks are legit. Oh man, what a what a win that was for the old uh, for the old Johnny Hockey's um, Elias Lindholm two goals right away and uh, is his debut with the with the Canucks and that line looks legit already with with Pedersen there um, yeah that that's huge and the the Bruins lost so uh, that president's uh, <laughs> the Canucks should be favored now I think in, in the morning oh. um, so that that that's nice. Um, but yeah, it, it was a great great day. Great day. I'm um, looking like the Slamis are both going to hit the away goals trend or um, angle we we've had is, is looking nice once more with all these road dogs hitting. Um, yeah, yeah. So uh, great great day of hockey here. It's it's good to be back. Yeah, good day of hockey for me as well. Both both betting wise, I hit two of my five anytime goal scorer bets. Big, big win for the Flyers on the road. Sam Erson coming through, potentially back in the Calder race if he puts a few more good starts together. So, yeah, a good night here in the hockey world. I thought it was going to keep keep going a while with, with the Devils blowing that lead. But, yeah, as you said, they did get the late goal. Yeah, it looks like the Canucks are still uh, plus 370 with the Bruins at plus 270 for, for the President's Trophies. That, that's definitely probably going to come down. So I think it was around there last night. And uh, toward, I mean, Tocket for Jack Adams, minus 115 is, is still there. So that, that could be a, a play, depending, of course, uh, as you've been saying, what happens tonight with the Oilers. And Connor McDavid already has Edmonton up one nothing in Vegas. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Um, yeah, a few things there. Uh, first of all, the Canucks and the Bruins play, I believe, on Thursday, if not uh, the, the, the day after or the Saturday. Um, so that'll, that'll be a, a decisive game in terms of the President's Trophy race. Um, um, what else did you say? You said uh, the Calder race, Erson. Um, yeah, yeah, he's interesting, I guess. I don't think he'll win, but uh, Connor Zary scored again with the uh, with the Flames today. He, he got he broke he got off the schneid. He was kind of a uh, pointless in a, in a little bit, but another goal for him. And uh, he's up to eleven on the year, I think. And Kuzmenko scored for the Flames as well. So uh, both guys involved in that trade, both major pieces. Are already off and running for their new teams. Good to see that for Kuzmenko. What, what I saw of him in, in the third period, he looked really good, uh, happy. Um, so uh, yeah, I'm happy for him. Uh, that, that was that was nice to see. And finally, what was? Oh yeah, the uh, Jack Adams. Um, yeah, I, th- I think I'm just gonna bet. What whatever happens here, I'm gonna bet talk it either way because I'm gonna bet Knobloch if if the Oilers win. While he's still double digits, because I think if he breaks the record, uh, he's going to get a lot of love. That's my suspicion. So I'm going to get ahead of that if if the Oilers win this. If they don't, that that's great. Then I'll just bet Tockett. But if not, I'll just bet uh, Tockett to cover the bet on Knobloch because I really think that it's Tockett to lose, and the only real threat is this uh, record-breaking Oilers team and their coach. Yeah, I was talking about that a bit with my co-host on, on the Broad Street Hockey Podcast yesterday about how like John Tortorella has definitely done the most coaching out of like all the all the top Jack Adams candidates, like 
the Flyers don't have nearly enough talent as the other teams. Tockett's done great coaching as well. Tockett has, has been great since coming in in last year. But like, what is Knobloch doing? I, I don't I don't want to see Knobloch winning it. And like, it's becoming the coach of the best team just wins it unless there's a real surprise team. Like that that's not how it should be. I don't think. You're right. You're right. It's it's it often just goes to like the the team that over. Eh, achieves and uh, exceeds expectations and all that, which kind of makes sense. But yeah, it, it should be more nuanced than that. Um, yeah, because also you get like the, the great team, like like last year with Jim Montgomery. But uh, yeah, you, it, it's debatable whether. Now I'm not discrediting Tortorella or whatever, but talk it like he's totally changed the team identity around. Like under Boudreau, it was a totally different team. Like yeah. Canucks now are like defensively responsible. Um, they're playing a totally different style of hockey, and he's done that, done this in less than a year. So, uh, I mean, Tortorella did have all last year too. To be fair, to talk it like talk it took over halfway through the season, and he's already uh, had this team like gonna be favorites for the President's Trophy pretty quickly. Um, so, yeah, it's debatable whether which which coach has done more coaching, but uh, I love them both, so I'm not gonna make an argument out of it. Um, yeah, but yeah, it, it's, it's, uh, it's, it, we're, we're in a great position either way. I'm just, just, uh, guarding my ass against the fucking knob knobs coming from my ass. <laughs> you got, you got, you got to guard your ass from the knobs sometimes. Yeah. You're, 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 you're sitting pretty there. I mean, you, you got, you got talk you got Tortorella, you got, you got plenty of connect futures. I'm also sitting, sitting pretty here in my, uh, new hockey given podcast hat. I just came in, uh, my blue gradient hat. Got for saying the sweet hat Ryan in the chat. Yeah, make sure you if you want want to get this, you can go to the SGPN store. Uh, some new hats in there. Hope I'm trying to get a headband in there. We're gonna we're gonna see if that works out. I'm working with our with our designer to see how that's gonna work. But maybe you'll see a headband on me besides besides the gritty eyes before the season's up. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> all right, yeah. Make sure you all are in the SGPN Discord as well. SG.pn slash Discord. Uh, great time in there with all the guys. Make sure you check that out. Great, great support system in there. Uh, not not nearly enough uh, aquatic animals uh, recently, but we'll, we'll probably fix that as the season moves along. Follow us on Twitter at HockeySGPN. And, of course, make sure you are subscribed to the podcast on Spotify and Apple. Uh, leave us a five-star rating and review. And uh, subscribe on YouTube. Um, putting out some more YouTube shorts there. Put out some goal scorer bets. Put out some clips from last podcast. In case you weren't able to check out the whole thing. So just search for the Hockey Game Podcast there and uh, give us a subscribe, like, comment. All that good stuff helps the show grow here. Um, all right, just a just a small slate here on Wednesday. We're going to get into, and then get into some uh, futures talk here. Uh, Joel, anything else from tonight, or you just want to get into the the Wednesday slate here? Tonight, no. It's good to see the the Flyers get back to winning ways. Um, unfortunately, against our Panthers, but whatever. As long as the the, the Flyers are back in the playoff mix, that was good to see. Um, Canadians, nice win there against the Capitals. I got something to say about them i don't know if we save that for later on or go into it now but uh, i'll save it for later on but that, that was a nice win for the habs um what other games are on today stars fuck them i hope they don't win the division uh, both the jets and the abs yeah jets lost too. yeah that, that 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 that's kind of wide open i mean not wide open but like yeah it's still it's still a three-horse race yeah yeah so that's another reason why i like uh you know talk it for for jack adams with another loss for bonuses team um yeah, Penguins though. Penguins are still still lurking around. Hurricanes losing. Uh, unfortunately, the Rangers lost last night, so the Metro is still fairly wide open. I think that somebody could could make that a, a three horse race. Um, by someone, I mean the, the Penguins. <laughs> um, the uh, did, did Crosby score in one of those three goals? Uh, I think I, got... I'm not sure. Uh, Latang, Carter, and Russ. So, no, but Tristan Jari has six shutouts now. I think he has like 14 wins on the year. Like almost half of them are are, are shutouts. He's been unreal. Um, yeah. yeah, the Penguins. Were, well, I expect them to be like the, one of the biggest over teams of the season, but uh, for whatever reason, they're they're not scoring, but they're also doing a great job defensively, much better than I expected, especially with Carlson in the lineup. Uh, I guess that uh, Mike Sullivan knows how to coach him up better than uh, all of the, the Sharks coaches did. Um, yeah, I, I don't have any other real takeaways from today. Oh, Flames. Yeah, we already talked about the Flames a little bit, but nice win over the Bruins. Uh yeah, that, that 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 tends to happen. You know, you lose lose a key player, whether it's injury or for a trade. The rest of the team kind of bands together and, and rallies, at least for the short term. So, still don't expect the Flames to make the playoffs, but uh, that that was a nice win there against the uh, arguably the best team in the league. 
Yeah, I mean, going back to the Flyers, they did not look good in the first period. After the first commercial break, they showed Tortorella ripping into them. After that, they just were not doing anything. They were getting four-checked to hell. They were lucky to be down one nothing after the first period. Just a power play goal. And then second period and on, just a completely different team. So they just needed one period to get the rust off. Tortorella probably ripped into them again during intermission there. And they they, they were looking good. And Sam Erson, very refreshed. So it's good to see. Yeah, indeed. Also. Also uh, good to see uh, our consensus plays. I was just tallying up. Uh, so far, they're they're nine and one. Our only loss is the uh, Dallas Sabers over six and a half. We we lost that one, and we have Vegas here pending. That's probably going to be a loss, knowing knowing how things are going with Edmonton. But ah, one goal, we can do it. We can do it. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, this the Sabers did have a good showing against the Stars. I, I outshot them forty eight thirty. But I guess I guess Ottinger might be back. Forty eight. Forty-eight shots for the Sabers. Holy shit! Okay, I'm not, not, not so I'm not so scared of the Stars then if they're giving up forty-eight <laughs> well, if, shots. If, if they have Ottinger back though, you never That's know. That's true. That's true. That that is a little bit yeah. scary. Uh, but yeah, we'll get into the the Stars play tomorrow, so we got some some yeah, more stuff to say about them. Yeah, I was I was able to hit uh, Sabers plus one and a half because I, I ended up putting an extra unit on the Stars, which should have been my lock. But yeah, I, I, I was able to middle there. Uh, I love a good middle. What was your lock? Uh, uh, the over or the under in the Canucks game, which I was sweating out if they're oh, game yeah, tied yeah. it up. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Um, all right, we're brought to you by DraftKings. Looking for a super offer for Super Bowl 58? DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered. New customers can bet one, can bet on the big game and turn five bucks into 200 instantly in bonus bets. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code SGP. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get 200 instantly on bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the Super Bowl 58. With code SGP, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boothill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. cdkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy, who has a way to play alongside your favorite fantasy players all season long. Simply pick higher or lower and on your favorite players' fantasy stats and cash in. You can win 100, 100 times your entry with some spicy plays. Uh, so watch along, make your picks, and maybe make a little cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. And when you sign up with the promo code HGP, Underdog will double your first deposit of up to $100. That's Underdog Fantasy, promo code HGP. All right, Joel, ready to get into this uh, big three-game slate for Wednesday, February 7th. Yes, sir. All right, going to kick things off here at the 7 p.m. time slot. We have the Tampa Bay Lightning at the New York Rangers. Game itself is in New York, Madison Square Garden. Rangers are minus 135. Lightning are plus 114. Uh, Over-under is at 6.5, overpaying off minus 102, with the under at minus 118 here. Um, I like the light, Lightning here on the road. I think this is going to be their, their first game back. Rangers, you know, didn't look too great. In their first game back against the Avalanche, but did win that one in overtime 2-1. Lightning went into the break strong, three straight, 6-3 wins. I think they won nine, uh, eight of their past nine games. So they're turning on in the second half. Uh, Kucherov's going to want to come out you know, after that showing uh, in the All-Star skills, skills competition. Vasilevsky's definitely uh, benefited from that break there. So I like Tampa here on the road. I think there's some value there, a plus 114. You know, of course, that they are a much better home team than than road team, but I think that has to change at some point, and no better time than, than the present to do that. And the Rangers just have not been been too impressive in general. Uh, there's people on Twitter apparently that want Jonathan Quick to be the starter for, for a little bit over Shesterkin, which kind of crazy, but yeah. So give me the Lightning here at plus one fourteen. And a slight lean to the over six and a half minus one hundred two, just with the Lightning's recent scoring. But nope, not going to bet the total. Just going to take the uh, Lightning here. Yeah, interesting um, comments from the, the the Rangers players. Whatever they were, they were talking about, how they have to play better defensively. So I expect that to be a, a focus on the back um, back forty percent of the season. Uh, so we might might see a few more unders with the Rangers. I guess they know they have to protect Shesterkin a little bit more than they they have either two. Um, but yeah, the, the, those Twitter guys are kind of in the right, considering how 
how much better Quick has been than Shesterkin this year. But uh, over the, the larger sample size of the past few seasons, there's there's no argument who's a better goalie. Never mind the fact that you're paying Shesterkin a hell of a lot more than, than Jonathan Quick. So uh, he's not going to be the starter, Jonathan Quick, that is. But uh, you can make the argument that he should be. Um, yeah, that's not going to happen. For this game, though, uh, yeah, I, I kind of lean with, with, with Lightning with you just because I, I, I don't like the Rangers really long term. They're uh, too reliant on the penalty kill, on the power play especially. And, um, yeah, uh, the, the goaltending is, is is very hit or miss, especially, you know, considering we, we don't expect Jonathan Quick to do this all season long. But uh, so far he's proven me wrong. Um, yeah, it'll be just working for this one, of course. We'll see how he comes off the all-star break, of course, performing there at the uh, skills competition and whatnot. Um yeah, I, I lean the lightning here too. We we know about their their road record isn't nearly as good as their home record, but yeah, Rangers weren't too impressive as you said against the Avalanche. So as a dog, Lightning have been playing very very well. Yeah, there is a goal with a nice score. Let's go. All right. Um, yeah, the uh, the Lightning here playing very good into the break. Hopefully the uh, the break didn't upset them too much. Hopefully they didn't. Uh, you know they're, they're in Tampa already. What where the fuck are they gonna go? They don't need yeah. to go. It's not like they're going from Winnipeg to Hawaii or something. Um, so they're already accustomed to uh, sunny conditions and, and, and just uh, comfy, comfy climates. So give me the lightning here, plus one fourteen. I kind of go the other way with the under, though, based on you know what I said about the Rangers. Like they they did play better defense against the Avalanche, and I do expect Shostak to be better. You know, I expect Quick to be worse, but I do expect Shostak to be better, and uh, he'll get the start in this one. So I like the under six and a half. Faslovsky, of course, uh, he's, he's getting better as the season going on. Um, yeah, Lightning do have the do have the good uh, power play and offense and all that, and their defense is, is suspect. But six and a half, I think that that's high enough for me to at least lean with the under. I haven't bet this game at all, to, truth be told. But uh, that's the way I would look would be the, the the road dog and the in the under. Yeah, we should mention this is the first half of a back to back for the Lightning. They play the Islanders on Thursday, so so make sure Vasilevsky is starting before you bet them. If if I mean, it, it, I think he should get the start in the first game and try, try to get two points against the better team. But I mean, if it's, if it's Jones Johansson, it's going to be a bad time, but I think the lightning are still worth it. A, a plus one fourteen to take that gamble before the goalies names. Could have a, like a Russian bonanza, especially if it's, well, if Sorokin or Varlamov for the Islanders, um, and, 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 like that's the, 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 the three Russian goaltenders all going to war in the space of uh, one night. So yeah. that, that's that's interesting too, but uh, I don't. I think that they'd play Vasilevsky in, in this one as well. Yeah, gotta come out of the break strong. Um, all right, going down to the other 7 p.m. time slot here. We got Dallas Stars at the Toronto Maple Leafs. Game itself is in Toronto. Maple Leafs are minus 135. Stars are plus 114. Over under is at six and a half. Over paying off minus 115 with the under at minus 105. Joel, are the uh, Leafs going to bounce back here? I think so. Um, they got some a couple little injury concerns now with, with David Kampf out for a bit and Callie Yarncrook. I mean, these aren't huge names or anything, but uh, with with the lack of depth that the Leafs have, it's it's kind of concerning when you look at their uh, bottom six now. It, it's pretty miserable, which is why the likes of Matthews and Nylander and Marner played like I don't know, like twenty five minutes or so in the game against the Islanders, and then that's way too much. I think. I mean, you're getting to Avalanche levels there. And yeah, they're, they're both similar in their their, their lack of depth. Um, but yeah, <laughs> Tal mentioned in the, in the in the Discord, Simon Benoit, he's going to get a, his jersey because he's been <laughs> unreal lately. He's probably been the best defender, uh, certainly defensively. Oh, another Knights goal. Let's go. All right, All right. So, yeah, turn this shit around. I mean, I won't have to bet the knob. Um, yeah, the uh, Maple Leafs here. I think they they were the better team against the Islanders. They just got stoned by. Sorokin and a couple couple lapses of judgment in the defensive zone, which which led to a couple crummy goals, especially the last one against Pierre Engvall with Lily Pad giving up a, a brutal giveaway and um, that resulting in oh man, I, I listened to a lot of Leafs content. It, it was beautiful today, just listening to everyone <laughs> cry about Engvall uh, scoring against them. His first goal in thirteen games, of course, was gets the wow. Leafs. That must have been uh, paying off pretty nicely. Uh, hopefully, Talon made bank on that, and he's always suggesting that angle. 
Um, and another thing too, like they gave a fucking tribute, little tribute video to Pierre Engvall. <laughs> <laughs> they gave one to Justin Wall earlier in the season of Pierre Engvall as well. Like, what the fuck? They must have must have talent running their video board or something. Oh no, no, he not even talent would give those guys a, <laughs> a tribute video in the uh, Scotiabank Arena. Um, yeah, that, that that's clown shit. Like, we gotta stop doing that. I mean, you know, the Leafs are probably worse than most, but other teams are doing the same kind of thing. They just give everybody a fucking tribute video. Yeah. Like, the Canucks gave uh, Andrew Burnett, or no, no, Travis Green on the on the like, Devil's assistant coach. <laughs> they gave him a tribute video, <laughs> and the Devils came to Vancouver. Yeah, it's it's stupid. Anyway, for this game, I love the Leafs here. Stars, like you said, not a great performance against the Sabres. Bailed out by Ottinger, but you know he's not going to play in this game. It's going to be Jake Ottinger. It's going to be Scott Wedgwood most likely. Um, so yeah, I like the Leafs here minus one thirty-five. Stars crossing the border doesn't mean much these days, but uh, we we got to look into that because you know what? Anecdotally, it seems like it has been paying off a little little bit. Um, uh, yeah, one of these days we'll, we'll get the, the raw stats. We don't have to rely on my, my anecdotes, my, my shitty memory. Um, but yeah, Leafs here, uh, they're not the better team, but with the better situation and coming off that loss to the aisles, uh, I think they'll be gunning for it with, with stars kind of just, I don't know, happy to escape dodge there in Buffalo. Um, not in the best, uh, shape there. Um, uh, and then, but I, even more than that, I like the over, over six and a half minus 115. Uh, with Wedgwood and that stars, I think that they uh, their defense still sucks, as uh, indicated by by the forty eight shots a lot. I mean that that kind of justifies my over or our over bet in that one. Um, it was just a build up by Ottinger, which 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 can happen, of course. But with Wedgwood and that stars defense still sucks, but they can still score. And the Maple Leafs, uh, yeah, they they don't have much defense to speak of either, and their goaltending is very volatile. And they do have a lot of offensive firepower, of course, except for William Nylander. He's not been he's not been doing too well since he signed that massive deal, which uh, also has Toronto up in arms. But uh, all the same, I like the over six and a half, and I like the home team here. Yeah, I agree with you there on the Leafs. Love the Leafs here, minus one thirty-five. My probably, easily my favorite play on the board. Back to back for Dallas, worst goalie in net after giving up forty-eight shots to a. Very inferior team, both to them and this next team they're playing, Toronto. Toronto wants to you know bounce back after a tough loss to the Islanders on Monday night here. Uh, so yeah, I love the Leafs here minus one thirty-five. But I think if I if I play the total, it'll just be Leafs team total. Um, you can get over three and a half plus one ten, over four and a half plus two sixty. Uh, Samsonov has been good for Toronto since being called back up. Uh, three and two and five starts, nine goals against, nine to nine save percentage. Uh, can't see Dallas scoring more than two or three against them, hopefully, after only scoring uh, two against Buffalo. And you could pack a Lucan in there. So I like Toronto here. Uh, maybe even Toronto on the puck line at plus 170. You can get that up to plus 190 still, I'm seeing. Um, Toronto won the first meeting 4-1 in Dallas. They swept the season series last year, including a 4-0 win. So I think Toronto wins this one pretty easily. And I see this line, you know, skyrocketing to like at least minus 150 or more. All right. We're brought to you by the Super Bowl 58 props contest. $1,000 winner take all. Free to enter. Pick 58 props for Super Bowl 58. Enter today at sportsgivenpodcast.com slash SB58 or the link in the SGPN app. And Cut is a peer-to-peer social betting platform that's U.S.-based and available in 40 states. Peer-to-peer social betting is a new and better way to bet. Bet directly against your friends or other users on anything with verifiable outcomes, plus tons of fun social features that give it the feel of a betting social network like group chats, but leaderboards, history, user profiles, fan groups, and more. Cut offers lower, vague, and fully customizable odds. You can create your own bet, perfect for getting in on the action for those fun Super Bowl prop bets. Cut handles the payment side of things, so you never have to chase anyone down for money. Cut is the peer-to-peer social betting platform that's U.S.-based and available in 40 states. Head to cut.com, that's K-U-T-T.com, and use promo code SGPN for a 10% deposit bonus. And make sure you check out Game Time. Buying tickets to your favorite event shouldn't be stressful. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and the best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll have. Game the map experience is great. You got the flash deals, last-minute tickets, easy to find and buy tickets for every event in your area. And you get those images of the seat views. You know exactly what to expect before you arrive. 
Uh, so snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code CFBX for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Um, all right, here, uh, going down to the final game on the docket at 9 30. We got the Minnesota Wild at the Chicago Blackhawks. Game itself is in Chicago, home of the 2025 Winter Classic. Once again, uh, Blackhawks are plus 185, Wild are minus 225, Wild on the puck line are plus 110. Over unders at five and a half, over paying off minus 115, with the under at minus 105. Uh, take it away, Joel. Sure, yeah, neither of these teams have played. So far since the break, um, which kind of leads me to the away team for that reason, you know, the uh, the, the trends that have worked so well the past couple of years. Um, and, yeah, the Blackhawks, <laughs> I mean, the Wild aren't playing like they should be minus 225, but against the Blackhawks, almost any team could be should be minus 225. And uh, I do think the Wild have, have a lot more in the tank than what they've shown so far this season, uh, I mean, they're, they're really being carried by their young guys this season with uh, Matt Boley not not doing too well as last year, as well as last year. But, of course, Brock Faber and Marco Rossi are doing phenomenally well as rookies. And their goaltending is, is really sustaining them, especially since um, they fired their coach. And I, I think they're, they're a bit unlucky since, since um, over the past month or so. I think they deserve a few more wins in that stretch. Uh, as hard as it is for me to say that, and the Blackhawks, of course, are fucking terrible. So, give me the give me the Wild here. I uh, don't like the Wild to win by margin, though. So, I would do like a, a Wild in regulation, which I'm not looking at it. It should be my minus one forty, minus one forty five, something in that range. Uh, that's the way I would play the Wild. Uh, but my favorite bet in this game is absolutely the the under five and a half. Wild or not, an offensive juggernaut. I know that they've struggled to. Uh, oh, what is one one? I don't know why I thought it was two to one. Yeah, I was, going, I was going to say maybe it was taken off. Probably one of your uh, world famous. Uh, how much you uh, love reviews? Reviews. I haven't seen any review. Yeah. I think Dilly was lying to us before. Anyway, maybe Dilly, maybe Dilly is in, in Beijing. Yeah. <laughs> no, he'd be in fucking uh, ahead of time. Well, I guess Beijing is ahead of us. But anyway, um, give me the give me the under five and a half. I like that a lot. The Blackhawks just can't score. You could do the wild or the the, the Blackhawks team total under. Of course, they are. Uh, uh, not not a, a terrible offensively. You mentioned Bedard not being allowed back to the team or whatever. He said he's good to play, but uh, well, but Bedard team... said like personally, like he he would want to come back and play, but obviously, like no team would like he has to be medically cleared and shit. Right. So if it was the playoffs, I, I saw he he did practice in like a non contact jersey for a little bit. Okay, so he's still a ways off. Uh, but yeah, the Blackhawks don't have any scores beyond him, so. Yeah, Blackhawks team total under. I just bet the under in the game. Um, still, I got under five and a half uh, cheap price there. And yeah, the, the wild regulation, I like that. It's just uh, the wild have been pretty bad defensively, like especially by their standards. They're usually a more stingy team that way, but uh, not so much this season. But still, against the Blackhawks, I think they can they can bottle it down, button it down, <laughs> and uh, prevent the Blackhawks from scoring uh, two or three goals even. So. Yeah, I like the Wild. I like the Blackhawks uh, team total under. I like the under in the game. You could do uh, the, like the I don't know safety parlay with the Wild money line and under seven and a half. I think that would be a decent price even still. Um, yeah, that that's my favorite bet of the board would be the under in this one. Yeah, uh, Wild in regulation is minus one forty. I think that's probably a solid play. But uh, I do agree that um, the under here. But yeah, the Blackhawks team total under. Under two and a half at minus one forty-five, or under one and a half at plus two hundred. Uh, they went into the break back-to-back shutouts. Scored two in Seattle. Got shut out in Vancouver before that. Scored two or fewer in nine of their past ten, including one or fewer in seven of their past ten. There, so uh, Minnesota, I think, won three or four one earlier this season. Yeah, four one back in December. Uh, they've won at least ten straight against Chicago. So they just dominated. Uh, this this rivalry, quote unquote, here uh, they've been huge favorites in, in the past four minus two forty or higher. So this minus two twenty five is is kind of low. Like when I mean, you were saying, yeah, all the trends point to the road team. But the only thing you need to know is that the Blackhawks are, are hot garbage here. They're 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 without Bedard. With Bedard, you know they're they're bad. But without Bedard, they have they have absolutely nobody. Uh, Wild, you know, want to get something going here to start the second half. 
does look like the Wild have a few people questionable with an illness, including Brodeen and Felino. So maybe that's going through. The team could be something to watch out for, but Minnesota just still the much better team. I wouldn't mind laying the minus 225. Or yeah, maybe that, that same game parlay you mentioned, but I think Blackhawks team total under two and a half would be the way to go here. PL in the chat. I don't know if that's PL Dubois, the, the, the fat ass bad egg showing up in the in our chat here. Said so the first phase goal did not go with the puck got stuck on the side of the net. So uh, Tilly is, is vindicated, I guess. Although, mm. yeah, I, I don't know. I saw celebrations, but anyway, carry on. I'm sure we got another ad break. Uh, yeah, but that, I, I think this is the f- no, it's not the first half of a back to back, but Gustafson is confirmed. I saw Flurry is going to start in. Pittsburgh. I guess that's probably on on Friday, maybe. Uh, or no, he starts at home against Pittsburgh after his pregame celebration. Remember, that was a big thing when he didn't start in Pittsburgh yes. earlier in the season. Yeah. So maybe he'll he'll get his his, his his time to shine when the the Penguins come to town. Yeah, I hope so. Uh, yeah, that's the uh, three games slate for Wednesday, February seventh. Uh, consensus plays here. We got the Lightning plus one fourteen as a lean for Joel, but I like that there. Uh, Leafs minus 135, and then Minnesota regulation under Blackhawks team total under. Just play the wild, just f- fade the Blackhawks pretty much uh, per, per usual. Uh, I'm not going to do best bets this show because only, only three games, but um, we did both hit our best bets tonight. You had the over in the Avs Devils game, I had the under in the Hurricanes Canucks game. So both of us back on track here. Hopefully, we can keep that going uh, on our next show. Uh, but yes, we are brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every bet with historical stats and data. Enter any parlay idea into Hall of Fame Bets revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to get hit rates broken down by leg, as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay. Sort all players by hit rates for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame Bets to craft more intelligent data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hrofbets.com and use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame Bets. All right, going to start looking at some futures here. You know, we haven't really done too many team futures here on, on the two-man shows. They're mostly player player awards in the first half as they've been you know more interesting but i feel like for almost every player award now we, we have like an odds on favorite so i'm gonna switch things up look look at more team futures here in, in the last few months of the season and uh the professor is back uh, professor joel has not made an appearance in a while but he has one here coming out of the all-star break hot yeah so what do you got for us joel sure you know people you regularly listen to this podcast know I've got a lot of respect for uh, Ken Barkley out of You Better You Bet. And what he does, he does a ton of future stuff, award stuff and whatever. And he has a he has a kind of a, a model which which consists of a bunch of categories which um, you rate teams based on how well they all perform in the playoffs because uh, there is a difference between battling in the playoffs compared to the regular season. There's, there's different measures of, of how these teams perform. Uh, regular season versus postseason. So, yeah, I, th- I thought that uh, I'd do the same thing for hockey. He has them for NFL, NBA. He might have one for hockey. I don't know. But uh, uh, so, one of his things is with the NBA, he likes to look at uh, basically he rallies around star players. And uh, with the NBA, if, if you need a star player to win. Like, uh, basically, since I don't know, the, the Pistons of the early 2000s, I think is the example. I think there's always been like a dominant player who takes over the, over the series. That, that works for the NBA much more than it does in hockey because it's, it's more of a, a team sport in our sport. Uh, but nevertheless, that, that, that's something that he really looks at. You can, you can check off a lot of teams. Like he hates the Celtics for some re- for that reason, because they don't have that kind of dominant player. They just have a bunch of really good players. Uh, so yeah, I'm going to try to do that over the course of the summer. I'm going to make a, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna write it all out. I'm gonna make a kind of model, very qualitative and all that. Not, not nothing too scientific here, but uh, the idea is to create a bunch of categories, and then I'll figure out how to weight them, um, how to uh, like determine which teams have the best chances at postseason success. So uh, I don't know. We, we we can just go through a few of them here. Like um, one more thing that he does too is that teams that are 
uh, like they're, they're building towards something. That's the idea. Like it, it's very rare that you'll find a team that makes like this massive leap from like non-playoff team to like winning the trophy in, in, in most sports, really, if not every sport. Like it, it's really hard to get from like, uh, let's say the Devils last year. They made this huge jump, but it was really hard for them to win the whole thing um, because they haven't been there before. You're not battle tested. Um, it usually takes a long time before you, you, you get, you need to experience defeat and loss before you finally get to taste victory. Um, so you could look in hockey, like the past, I don't know, 10, 15 years, you look at all the teams that have won the cup, they have to experience a multiple, uh, of, of defeats in like round one, round two, round three, like look at the capitals for a long time, the lightning for a long time. I mean, the, the only Tell me if I'm wrong, but the only one I can think of in recent memory is the Sidney Crosby Penguins. Is his second season like that was that was a leap? Well, yeah, they, they made the they made the Stanley Cup final in 08 and lost in six, and then beat the Red Wings in seven the next year. Okay, there you go. I was, I was thinking, uh, yeah. yeah, see, my memory is. Uh, I'm, I'm just I'm looking at the winners here. Did, did the Blackhawks have any defeat before before 2010? I'll look that up. You keep talking. Yeah, so uh, that's a good point because yeah, that, that was the I mean, th- that's still that's still almost fifteen years ago, and like the the game has has changed even in that time. Well, there's exceptions. I'm not saying that this is a universal rule. Yeah, but, they, yeah. they lost in the conference finals to the Red Wings the year before, so yeah, they've they tasted. Yes. Yeah, you need at least one significant run, I think, before you can can win the cup. At least, unless it's like totally exceptions, like like anomalies happen. There's always like the fifty to one chance or whatever. Um, but typically like, uh, teams need to experience like these, these consistent losses. So that's, that's a, a really big one. I think, um, like the avalanche, I, I know all, all too well, all those round two losses before they finally, um, they, they broke that round two string of defeats and then went on to win the cup against the lightning. Um, yeah, there's so many examples of that. Like it's really, really rare that uh, a team just comes out of nowhere and wins the cup. It just doesn't happen. Um, very seldom anyway. I, I can't even think of an example because you, you broke the Crosby one because yeah they, they did they did win that uh, or they did did make to the conference finals the year before. The Kings didn't win a round before winning the cup. They hadn't won a round since two thousand one, if that counts. Before they lost lost in the conference. They were in the playoffs before that, right? Yeah, they were in the playoffs the previous two years. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Like a non playoff team winning the cup. That's what I'm. That's the example I'm looking. That'd be the anomaly. So. You, it's basically you can just write those teams off. I mean, it's fun to have them like last year with the hundred one Devils bet, and uh, and and the like. But um, generally, you want a team that's that's like building towards something. Like the Leafs, you you could say that they're building towards something because they've been in the same position for like I don't know eight nine years now. Um, but I, I'm I'm writing them off because there's a bunch of other uh, uh, conditions that they don't meet. Um, let's see. another one is okay. It's it's not like the NBA. There's there's no um. Like the star power isn't as important, but it is still important. You need you need game breakers, which is something that the the Oilers have in abundance, of course. Which and the Avalanche, of course, that's the reason why they won the cup with McKinn, Landeskog taking over McCarr, uh, especially in the first three rounds. And uh, yeah, so you you do need game breakers. That's that's another strike against the team like the the Hurricanes because they don't have that kind of talent. Like not since uh, Justin Williams, Mister Game Seven, did his thing. Um, yeah, you know, he's more of a clutch player than a, than a true game breaker. Though, like you want a guy who can take over a game, like Mike McDavid can do that, McKinnon can do that, Austin Matthews conceivably should be able to do that, but he hasn't really done it to date, and I won't believe it until I see it. Um, so yeah, that that's another one. You're looking at uh, you want depth. We always talk about how, that's why we like the Kraken before the season, and I thought they would be more proactive at the uh, in free agency, so kind of wrote them off after they were very silent there. Uh, but they they do have the strength of rolling out like four second lines. That's important in the playoffs because guys get injured, but they can just plug and play, um, just reinsert uh, guys into the lineup. And they don't miss a beat, and they can also uh, take away, you know, because you can only play your star guys so much, like 25, 30 minutes so is the maximum. That still leaves half the game left to your other lines, and in that time, the other lines can take advantage. So that that's that's where the, the team depth can come in, um, especially defensively. I think that's the most important thing. Uh, speaking of defense, though, like you need a like the traditional rule is you, you need a stud goalie, you need a number one D man, you need a number one center. Um, that's that's the old rule. I think it's it's gone. I would prioritize the number one D man personally. I I, I don't think that you can win without um, 
very hard to win without like a headman or a Petrangelo or Kale McCarr or uh, yeah, there's a bunch of others like Duncan Keith was awesome. Drew Doughty, of course, as uh, Chris Letang was immense. I mean, the, the Penguin that, that that is one exception for the Penguins because when Letang was injured, and they they did that with with a bunch of backups there defensively. Uh, but of course, they had yeah, uh, the best. I, I guess the- I guess John Carlson was the number one for the Caps. I guess that was probably like, like in his prime. I was thinking of him too. Yeah, he's kind of like not 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 quite what I'm talking about, but uh, yeah. he's close enough. And of course, they do have Ovechkin and 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 Kuznetsov played out of his mind that mm-hmm. that uh, playoffs, especially in the final series. Um, yeah, like the, the, there's a few different things working on. We'll, we'll fine fine tune the system. Like I think experience is is is, is crucial. You don't want a team that's too young, but you also don't want a team that, that's too old that'll get broken down. Like we, we watched uh, Pavelski kind of slow down as the playoffs went along in the playoffs last year. I think the same thing will happen again this year, unfortunately, for the Stars. Um, also, a team that, that wins close games. A team that can play playoff hockey during the regular season is crucial because you're already ready. You're already, you've already been playing playoff hockey for so long. That, that's, that's the Panthers of last year, especially in the second half of the season, the way they played. And the way they're playing this year, which is why I'm really high on them, because they're winning like just these, these close games, or at least they're in them. Like even today, the two-one loss to the Flyers, they're still in the game the whole time. Uh, they're, so they're accustomed to these these close games, which is why um you know the old Oilers, I was down on them because you know they, they get involved in like these five-one, six-three wins. Uh, they don't really teach you anything to prepare you for the playoffs, um, whether there's uh, you know fewer power play opportunities, fewer chances to like break games open, and they always end up close. Um, but yeah, the weather's the way they're playing nowadays. I, I think that they 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 should be the favorites for the cup. Uh, if they if they play like this for the rest of the season, absolutely. But because they they got the defensive structure, um, they they're playing these close games. Like we're in another one right now, and they're they're not the old Oilers. So this team, um, I think, are, are the rightful favorites in the Western Conference at least. And Bruins are the the same thing in the East. Like the, they're in these close games all the time. Yeah, same thing with the Panthers. Stars are kind of interesting for that, for these 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 uh, reasons as well. Going to the Western Conference Finals, just lack of depth did them in, in against the Knights, who uh, excelled in that regard. And uh, and yeah, they got better goaltending too from Aiden Hill. Goaltending is important, uh, but it's not as important as it once was. Of course, with the you know you don't need a Brodeur or a Hasek or a Watt to win a cup anymore, but. It's you still can't have a guy just just letting goals in out of nowhere. And yeah, on the to- on the top of the goaltender, there that, that's one question I have. Like in in today's NHL, do you think you'd rather have an absolute stud number one with a backup that you can't rely on, or a team like the Golden Knights where they had three different goalies they could use and just you know ride, just trust their defense? I'd rather have the multiple options. Um, so yeah, these I mean, well that depends, you know. I'd rather have Vasilevsky than anyone. Like the guy who's done it before, he always elevates this game to the playoffs. Not so much against the Leafs last year, but in every other situation, he's he's been elite. But unless you, there's only like three or four of those guys in the league, so it's not it's yeah. not really possible to to just go and get one. Okay, we, you know, let's go and get a Vasilevsky. Let's go get a Hellebuck. Let's go get a. But even Hellebuck, like has has Brassois has been a solid backup. Demko, De Smith has been a solid backup. Like I feel like. The Lightning are one of the few teams that hasn't valued that backup position, but they, they did fine though with, with Vasilevsky out to start the season. So who knows? <laughs> yeah, Johansson he he held the fork down for sure. Um, yeah, unless you have like uh, an elite goalie like that, then I think the better route is is going like the Bruins' way with Swayman and Allmark the tandem, or the Knights' way, which is like just plug another guy in there. Uh, the Kings are trying that, although with uh, lesser success, especially lately. Um, they went out and got Corpusel though, and he was all right. He wasn't the reason why they lost to the Oilers last year. Um, yeah, goaltending is, is is still a bit of a mystery. I think that it's uh, it's the hardest thing to quantify because it's it's really all about um, form and confidence for the most part. Like most of these goalies, I'm not talking about like you know the Vasilevsky is going to be back there and doing his thing, but most goalies are going to be up and down, up and down. So that's why I like to have the multiple options. Especially if you if you just don't have like that elite goalie, like you can't trust anyone else, you might as well just go out there and, and trust like two two B goalies than uh, an A minus and a C plus goalie. If you know what I mean, like that yeah. that's that's the way I would try and describe it. 
Yeah, I mean that makes sense. And yeah, I, like with with the whole like building thing, do, do you think you'll end up, you know, taking marks off for teams that may be on like the 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 second half, like the downswing of their dynasty, like like the Lightning, like potentially the Avalanche, who you know already won the Cup, even though their stars are kind of still in the in their prime. Yeah, yeah, I think that there's arcs to this, right? Like, you talk about the windows. I like to think of it as an arc. Like, if you're in the first shape of the arc, you're not going to get there. The top half of the arc, you're likely to get there. But then when you start to decline, you're less and less likely. But I don't, like, the Lightning could still win the cup. The Penguins even could still win the cup. Uh, They have enough uh, quality there. (laughs) You know, I'm a little bit higher on them than than you are. Um, But uh, there's still... I mean, they're showing it. They, they got Crosby. They have the stars. That they have, you know, and it's and it's hockey too, right? It's, yeah, it's not like Jari. NFL. Jari's most important. NFL and NBA are very polarized. Like it's very strict tiers. Hockey is is you get hot at the right time, you can just you can just run through everyone. Um, yeah, I, I, I still think that the the obviously there's 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 massive advantages to some teams compared to others, but the hockey is a sport where. Uh, you, they always say it's like 50% luck, 50% skill. And with that much luck involved, then, then well, shit can happen. Um, there is a such thing as a momentum in sports. Fuck the nerds. Um, and you can ride that momentum uh, for a long ways, at least in hockey. Like, uh, you know, football is, is only one game, one small sample size. But there's also uh, 22 players on the field at one time. So all that talent uh, dictates a lot in terms of the uh, result on the field. Uh, but hockey is just – it could come down to just one goalie just 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 playing out of his mind for a couple of games and lifts his team up, and then the rest of the team carry him the rest of the way. Like hockey is a more volatile sport for sure. So, But that doesn't mean that there's, there's not ways to handicap this. It's just uh, there, there's a, a, a bigger a bigger tale to uh, wild things happening. Let, let's, let's just put it that way. Um, as opposed to like the NBA where it's like you could say like there's only a few teams who can win the nfl only a few teams can win like just look at the one seeds they're always in like even the ravens like they should have beaten the chiefs last week or two weeks ago um but they they they, they fucked the bat i don't know what the fuck they were doing but the, yeah we, it really should be just the one seeds in the super bowl uh again but didn't happen yeah i mean I, I i think special teams i mean everyone talks about you know special teams and goaltending is the difference and yeah it, it is 50 percent luck but the, that other 50 percent you can handicap and put into these categories and looking at the, the special teams numbers this season, I, I'm shocked to see the Hurricanes having the second best power play only behind the Lightning. And they have the, the the fourth best penalty kill, too. Like, you need to be able to, you know, kill off a penalty and take advantage of a penalty in the playoffs. Like, that can be a huge momentum swing either way. Well, I think five and five plays another, another very important uh, distinction because. Yeah, of course, special teams are going to be important, but you're not going to get as many chances. I know that the, the, the Hurricane is second on the power play. This is very surprising to me. That's not usually where they live. They always had a great penalty kill, but power play is is surprising. Um, but yeah, the uh, five and five play is is crucial because you, you know when you get to overtime, they hardly ever call penalties, so you're going to rely on that five and five play because there's no gimmicky three on three shit either, no shootouts. Um, so that's another factor for. Um, or for another reason for factory and five and five play into your, your handicap for the postseason. So yeah, I, I like to look at five and five stuff, especially for postseason play. Um, yeah, Doug, we already went over that. Keep up, buddy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the, Pre- uh, I appreciate your comment, Doug. But yeah, we, we we started the show with that. You can you can go back and listen after we're done. Yeah, so I just find five and five play more predictive than than the special well, teams. Yeah, yeah, obviously. I, I guess I guess with special teams, it's more so don't have shit special teams. Like be able to take advantage of a penalty if you get it, and don't you know shit the bed on the penalty kill. Which looking at the penalty kill numbers, uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs have, have the tenth worst PK there. They're their only real like contender in the bottom bottom third, so the bottom half even. So that that's something uh, to watch there. And uh, yeah, maybe maybe they will end up trading for for Scott Lawton with it with all their depth injuries and penalty killing uh, issues. Yeah, discipline another huge thing that goes into coaching. Mm-hmm. Coaching I don't think is nearly as important in hockey as it is in the NFL. Even the NBA is more important, but uh, discipline goes into that kind of category, I think. And being able to like toe the line between you know fucking the opponent up and just like annoying him without going across the line like the lightning the bruins are very good at this kind oh, of the thing oh the panther the panthers are so good at that like every whistle they were, they were getting in the yeah. with flyers tonight yeah the panther the panthers are a team to watch this year 
exactly panthers are exactly like uh kachuk sam bennett those guys epitomize the uh the, that kind of hockey so just just you know, just being on the border without crossing like uh, brennan gallagher was awesome at that against the leafs way back in the day of the the, the the uh the canadian division playoffs <laughs> um yeah yeah those guys are very crucial very helpful in the playoffs I forgot about the freaking Canadian division uh, during during the COVID season. <laughs> the Lightning won two bogus cups. So we should just toss two asterisks on their only cups. Yeah, yeah. Florida teams. Yeah, I feel like that, that that's a pretty good rundown of, of what to look for. Anything else you're you're keen in on here? I think that's good to you know kind of kind of focus in on as we do our you know, like like power rankings and whatnot for the rest of the year. Yeah, yeah, I don't have any bets to give out on that front. Uh, I guess we'll get into power rankings maybe next week. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I mentioned earlier, Washington Capitals, we mentioned last night, the under 85 and a half, probably under 84 and a half now. They have a fucking awful schedule coming up. Like they, they're, they're, they're running the gauntlet. They got to... Uh, they get to play the Avs on a back-to-back, but they also have to play the Bruins. I think the Hurricanes, Panthers. They, they, like they're playing the best of the best right now. So get in on that under under point total for the Capitals while you can, because uh, I don't think they're winning too many games in the short term or in the long term. And uh, I think that they'll be they'll be sellers as well. We we talked about this last night, but now I'm yeah I'm, I already made the bet, so uh, I'm I'm all in. I'll probably add some more because uh, I didn't go too heavy. Down to 83 and a half at our good friends at DraftKings there. Still minus 115. Two points dropped. Oh. Well, they All were right. favored. They were favored tonight. They were minus I know. I didn't think it would be two points. Well, I'll probably still add a bit more. But yeah, Washington Capitals, fade team, fade team. I think they'll, they'll, be, they'll be sellers too because they're not making the playoffs. And we know what they did last year with selling off uh, um, Orlov and uh, who's the other defenseman? Uh, they traded Hathaway too. They traded yeah, Hathaway. They traded uh, Gustafson. Was that, was that his name? Oh, Gustafson from Gustafson. To, to the Rangers, maybe to the Leafs, or was that two years ago? <laughs> it may have been two years ago. Yeah. Well, anyway, they'll be sellers, and yeah. uh, we're selling them. Yeah, they had, according to Power Rankings Guru, they have by far the hardest schedule remaining. Average opponent ranked thirteen point nine one, and then the Bruins and the Canadians, Sabers, Canucks. Avs, so yeah, uh, fade the Capitals hard here. They're gonna, especially with with Kuznetsov out and selling at the deadline. But yeah, if you if you want more talk on that, you can go back and listen to our show from last night. Uh, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Leave us a five star rating and review on Apple or Spotify. Uh, subscribe on YouTube as well. Like, comment, uh, share all that good stuff. If you like what you hear, you know, leave us a five star rating and review. Tell a friend. Do, do whatever you got to do. Help the show grow. We appreciate that. Uh, get in the Discord, sg.pn slash Discord, in the Hockey Channel. If you want to get in there, you can myself or Talon or the Hockey Government Podcast Twitter account at HockeySGPN. But uh, I think that's going to do it. We'll be back um, Wednesday some point, probably in the evening, I would imagine, Joel. Yeah, Wednesday, uh, well, before the game. So, yeah, 6 yeah. six, or so. six, yeah. six Eastern tomorrow. So, keep a lookout for that. Got a big 10-game slate on uh, Thursday there. So, uh, yeah. Um, all right. I'm Ryan Gilbert. You can follow me on Twitter at rgilbertsop. And I'm Joel Mangles. I'm pondering how much more to add on Rick Talk for Jack Adams. A lot. <laughs> See ya. <laughs>